Welcome. This is your host, Chad, and I have Chief Bass with me, and uh, she's a command chief of 2nd Air Force. Welcome. How are you doing today, Chief? I am great. I am the command chief of the 2nd Air Force, so make sure you get that right, Chad. The 2nd Air Force. <laughs> if you guys don't know, she's responsible for over 36,000 basic trainees amongst uh, many other squadrons, but I highlight that because, you know, if anybody knows Chief Bass, she is a Airman's chief, and, and she takes care of Airman. I mean, she loves airmen and and why is that why what makes you so passionate every single day i see you on linkedin i see you on facebook and all the social media and, and all the airmen they kind of they talk and yeah. they say she's got it right so what 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 brings you that fire and that energy every single day so so first of all chad you know thanks for giving me an opportunity to come out um and talk to you and just um hang out and fellowship with you especially after your time doing pme and growing airmen and two for saying that i'm an airman's airman because that's a huge compliment you know as you continue to um grow and rank at the end of the day we're still all just fellow airmen and brothers and sisters to each other and so that's a huge compliment and i do my best to keep my street credibility and and to keep my ear low to the ground because i realize that so we have a great mission that we have to do as United States Airmen, and our Air Force has a great mission today, but none of that gets done without airmen. Um, and so it's truly the airmen that keep me grounded, and it's truly the airmen that I realize that I work for. And, you know, with more responsibility, more rank, I've just always reminded myself that, you know, all that responsibility and all that rank is really so that we can best take care of those around us. No, and I love that. I think that ties right into uh, what Chief Wright and uh, the chief of staff have been talking about is empowering our airmen, allowing them to do what they need to do at the lowest level because, you know, as leaders, you guys are managing, you guys are busy, you guys are kind of the top cover taking care of us to make sure we have the resource and, and that's why we had Spark Tank today is yep. to make sure airmen have the money, they have the re resources, universities and different yes. uh, companies to be able to work with. But I think one thing that I've noticed is you've been checking on every single person here over the last couple of days. I just want to, how are you doing, Chief? Man, I appreciate that. So I am good. I mean, you know, for every airman, and especially for me, you know, we have seasons, we have peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. And so I have to be very mindful that when I'm in my valleys, and when I say valleys, I truly, you know, I don't have horrible days ever. But I have days where I'm just exhausted, like probably any airman. So so I've, I'm coming off of like three back to back TDYs. And so I was tired yesterday. But then, you know, as I tell all the folks, that I'm around, we've got to find ways to fill our cup. And so last night I had a nice dinner with two of my teammates. And that's what I love about the Air Force is we meet teammates, you know, some for a season, some for a reason, some for a lifetime. And so I met some great teammates of a lifetime. We had dinner and we just, we filled our cups. So life is good. And, and then plus an opportunity to come here to AFA and be able to see all the airmen who are um, in here just learning and, and networking and, and being able to see a greater sight picture of what's going on in our Air Force is just exciting. It's exciting to be around. No, I think I think you nailed it when you said you filled your cup back up. So, yeah. so I, I did some motivation and stuff. I, I wake up early in the morning, I get my workout in, I, I kind of refuel my yeah. body and uh, just kind of get my mind right. But this morning I was... I walk downstairs and they're doing the dog sweeps and kind of the, the older echelon of individuals that work for the hotel, they're around, they're looking at me and I'm, I'm using all the backdrops and I'm like the only one talking and the echo down there. And uh, I just kind of talked about, I had a spoon. So I think everybody was looking, why is that guy down there just talking with a spoon in his hand? And 
Airmen don't realize, and we don't realize that we do so much for everybody else that sometimes you gotta eat. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta feed yourself. Yes. And, I, and I think that's what AFA. If if I had to give an answer, is is you know we're, we're feeding ourselves. We're yeah. giving this professional development. We're doing something that we don't typically do. And I know talking to a lot of the chiefs, uh, chief chief Ford, chief Goodell, chief Aishin, chief Jones, uh, and even hearing chief Wright is they wish they had a chief bring them to AFA. And and I wish we could bring all airmen to AFA, and we can. And that's really how this this podcast started. And you know I was sitting in the office and I was like, chief, we should just bring the podcast stuff. I was like, let's let's give an outlet to airmen. They yeah. can't be here, but they still want to be a part of something. It's not every day that they get to talk to Chief Bass or yeah. Chief Cadeau or Chief Jones and figure out what's going on with the enlisted evaluation system, uh, which kind of kind of leads to me is, you know, at, at the level you're at and, you know, every entity that you have across uh, your command, what are you doing for the Air Force? What's the big project right now that you're working on or something you're passionate about that you want to bring to the table to maybe uh, yeah. for the warfighter? So so let me get to that question because I think that's important. You know, what what's on my mind, what's on my boss's mind, and how are we looking at evolutionizing training. But before I do, you know, you talk about you you had a spoon and you were downstairs and so you made me start thinking about eating and feeding. And and it's funny because I feel like I've said this recently where I feel like so especially those who have responsibilities, you know, where we are um, in charge of folks or or you know just responsibilities to our teammates, we've got to feed ourselves, right? So what are we feeding ourselves? How are we feeding ourselves? For many years as a young NCO, I kind of just lived haphazardly, you know, when I went to work and I w- was a good spouse and mom at home, but I wasn't 100% deliberate, deliberate about my time, deliberate about my growth, deliberate about how I lived my life. And so I think it's important that we, one, are more deliberate. Two, what are we feeding ourselves? And I will tell you that I think oftentimes we don't feed ourselves the right stuff and most of us are used to just drinking milk. And so, you know, instead of just feeding ourselves some meat, we just and I don't mean that because oh by the way I eat vegan a whole lot so don't yeah I don't want all the you know vegan and vegetarians get mad at me so I eat vegan but <laughs> but sometimes we just need to feed ourselves some meat and not be on the milk our our air force needs more out of us today more than it ever has you know we're the smallest air force we've ever been and we have a threat um, that is uh, global and you know near peer competitors we have to be a service where we're not you know milk drinkers we are meat eaters and and we are people of substance and so we can't just be living the way I did haphazardly and not deliberate but it's about growth if we're not growing that you know um, then we're stagnant if we're not growing we're probably moving backwards and so how are we growing ourselves as airmen NCOs um, senior NCOs officers you've got to get after the professional development we can't expect the enterprise you know to just spoon feed us we've got to feed ourselves so um, you know we've got to want to have a hunger to just grow ourselves to listen to podcasts like this to be able to connect and network and hear for yourself and so anyway so that's my that's my we need to get off milk and we need to feed ourselves some substance piece now back to your piece on you know kind of what's on my mind so let me tell you we are really busy at second air force focused on the 
air force we need and more specifically, how are we building the airmen that we need for the next 10, 15, 20 years, 30 years out, and it starts today. We we know, you know, myself and my boss, Major General, tell us that we can't afford to train today's airmen the way we did when I came in 20-something years ago. We have got to train differently, we've got to educate differently, and we've got to be relevant today. And so, so that means a different thing to every AFSC, you know, the cyber field will train differently than um, a defender AFSC. And so, so in that in itself, it's challenging, but I'm excited for where we're going. We're partnered with uh, career field managers across the Air Force. We're partnered with our schoolhouses and we've given everybody the green light to be aggressive, to, to be effective, to, to not think constrained and to get after how can we train the best. That may mean that, you know, we change the look of training and why does training have to be at a tech training school? Maybe some folks go direct duty and, and learn a different way. So, so we're excited. I mean, you know, the field is ripe and ready for us to start picking. So. No, I, I love it. And I think you pinged a couple things that we heard from, from Dr. Roper, who put a phenomenal uh, speaking session on today. And he talked about, you know, the innovation battlefield is, you know, what are we doing today? Uh, who are we working, working with to be able to take our airmen to the next level? And you also talk, talked about connect, you know, and connect AF. And I think that's that's perfect is I'm an AFMC, but what can I get from, you know, second Air Force? You know, how can I utilize what you're doing and maybe yeah. make a couple tweaks and be able to bring it over? And, you know, I've kind of talked about this all week and we look at some of these entrepreneurs and these startup companies. You have these awesome widgets that are out there in these products and software or just simple things that maybe maintainers or th- people in operations can can work on. Uh, but in the civilian sector, you know, you see failure so often and you, you see 10 other companies surround them and and help them and build them back up to get them to where they probably should be and that's successful because ultimately just like in the military we want to be successful and how do you think we get that that sense of camaraderie across the air force where you know one command is helping out another and and i think we do that now i mean we can't do one thing without another but how do we get it to be okay to fail and and better kind of bring the air force as as like dr robert talked about one Yeah. So it's easy, I think, for startups and for industry partners because they are just not as large as the United States Air Force, you know, and so that's the challenge is a communication piece. So I'd like to think that, you know, as airmen, we 100% support each other and want to kind of, you know, arm in arm, you know, work with each other to get after it. But oftentimes, because we are so large and so vast, it's hard to be able to communicate so that Edwards Air Force Base knows what's going on at Moody Air Force Base and y'all are getting after the same thing. And so that's an enterprise-wide challenge that we have to figure out um, how can we communicate as a whole to better tap into all of the talents and the strengths and the resources and the things that are going on across our command. I think the Air Force is doing great things with the Spark Tank, with having kind of some repositories where people can go in and find stuff. We just, you know, we've got to get better at the communication piece to the lowest level. Every airman should be able to know where to do stuff. We've got to get as good, good as being able to Google something. So whether the Air Force has its own kind of Google search, we've got to be able to, you know, if I'm a United States Airman and I want to know, hey, has this ever been, you know, has this challenge ever happened across our Air Force? I'm sure it has. How do I Google it and find out what the answer is? 
So I think I'm going to tap into that last little piece of message right there is, uh, you know, being in the position you're in, you get to, you know, obviously speak to our brand new airmen every single day and kind of set the tone uh, to when they go to their tech training or they yeah. go to their duty yeah. station. So I'm a brand new airman. I want to join the Air Force. I'm yeah. thinking about it. What's what's your message to me? Why? Why the Air Force? Okay, so so you're not airman yet then, so you're a potential recruit. There you go. Okay, so in which, by the way, I see them all, you know, everywhere I go, folks think I'm a recruiter because um, I just get excited about our Air Force. And so, you know, the the military is not for everybody. So I, you know, what are the goals and desires for that person? But, you know, the Air Force isn't a hard sell for folks, you know. Um, having an opportunity to serve in the military is, is very rewarding. So I just share my story. You know, I joined to do um, four years. I didn't know what I wanted to do in life. And and many folks in, in society are kind of at that situation. And so I share my story about I didn't really know what to do in life, but I knew that I want to get a GI Bill and hopefully in four years figure it out. And then four years later, you know, I needed to pay off my Honda Civic. And so I re-enlisted again. And about the eight-year mark is when I figured it out. Um, but man, what the Air Force has given me, they've given me so much more than I could have ever given it back. You know, I've gotten my uh, college degree through the Air Force. My GI Bill is um, paying for my own child to go to school. I've been to 32 countries. I've had a vast, you know, a rich experience and, and friends for a lifetime. And so that's what it can give you. And so I share those things with people. If anything, you know, if you simply come in and do your enlistment, four years or six years, I don't care. So what I tell airmen is I don't care if you're doing four years or six years. Come in, make a difference, learn your trade, be great at your trade. And then if you want to, you know, get out and get back into society great we hope that we've given you some more competencies and and helped you build your character so that you can be a great community leader yeah so come in our air force you know my dad always told me you know four years never hurt anybody and so i would tell you four or six years never hurt anybody but if you're going to be in our air force you've got to kill it no great chief that was just a great message and to anybody listening out there if you're struggling on on whether or not you should stay in stay out you know chief kind of nailed it on the coffin right there it's four or six years it didn't hurt anybody and within that time you can get your degree learn a trade maybe learn one or two trades depending on you know dsd and other opportunities and i think that's one thing that you know we need to continue as leaders in the air force letting airmen know that the air force isn't for everybody but while you're here take advantage of some of the opportunities and just like you i came in i came in national call to service i was during the splurge of let's just get people in and i was like you know what? i'm gonna do 18 months i'm gonna get my mgi roll out 18 months came and i was like i kind of like this yeah. let me let me let me take it just shy yeah. of four four came actually i like this let, let's keep going yeah. and i got to eight in airman leadership school committed and I, you know it made me understand what i'm doing every single day makes a difference yeah. those, those messages that you probably get all the time the yeah. emails on you know, if it wasn't for your decision or your guidance or or just you being there. And, and I think that's one thing that a lot of people learn from you is, you know, that that caring. If there was one characteristic that I had to put on Chief Bass, it would be dependability. And uh, and I say that because no airman, and I say air, big airman, remembers the people that, that didn't show up. They don't remember the people that weren't there for them. They remember the ones that showed up. They remember the ones that, that followed up with a text message or a phone call or picked them up or just took them out for dinner. Uh, I think 
you yeah. you went to dinner last night. That was probably huge for for your airman. You know, you took time out of your day when you're super busy. Uh, you're taking 15 to 20 minutes to sit down with me when you probably have 10, 15 pressing other things. But I think one thing that I, I've learned working with Chief Aishin and and I've learned you know following you is there is always work to do. There's always work to do. Yeah. But as an airman, you guys have to realize is prioritize yes. what needs to be done today, and we can we can go home, we can enjoy our family time, we can yeah. spend time with friends and you'll come in tomorrow and that same work is still going to be there so yeah. i think i think i just kind of want to know you talked about taking care of yourself and uh spending time with family are you are you binging anything your tdy for the last you know it's 3d tdy so are you on netflix is there any show out there that's like why, why are you I trying to get this? in my personal business chad so <laughs> So I don't, everybody just needs to know the amazing, you know, Chief Bass who doesn't binge watch any garbage. No. Um, so I will tell you, um, since we're being real, I don't have a whole lot of time for TV, honestly, um, you know, because I've been, for the last four years, I'll be honest, uh, I've been very, a lot, I've been very smart and I'd say a lot smarter than I've ever been with respects to managing my time because I think that time is our, you know, most pre precious resource. And so I used to be horrible about it. After work, I would still work first thing I do is put my computer back up and I would kind of still be on and never really present for my family and I learned how that's just not sustainable and it's just you know wasn't what I wanted to do in life and so I am very serious about when I'm home and I'm not TDY you know I try to get home by um, 5 30 p.m. and I spend family time from 5 5 30 till about you know 8 30 when my kiddo goes to bed and of course spending time with my spouse so you know we don't have a lot of tv time you know they do i might watch food network or hgtv or something like that when i'm tdy and i'm on a plane though you might catch me slipping and i might watch something just ridiculous i i don't watch a whole lot of reality stuff but i might watch just a goofy reality whatever just to kind of get my mind off something there was one that I can't remember what it's called, but it's a strange thing where people do the strangest things and they have these crazy obsessions. And one girl was like eating her husband's ashes. And, you know, anyway, just just crazy. You know, I, I watch stuff like that because it kind of I feel like levels me out because oftentimes I can be too serious or always thinking about, you know, our first level strategic stuff. So I need something like that to make me just kind of balanced out. So no, no, I, I love it. Now, I do know you're an avid reader. Yeah. So one book if, if across the wow. board whether it's airman nco senior nco one book you would recommend right now change the course of maybe somebody's life somebody's career or just give them one tool to make them a little bit better today that they could maybe apply then and, and do something different tomorrow good well i'm glad you caveat that because i i honestly cannot just endorse um one book i think that you know as you continue in your journey and grow that what you know there are so many resources and so many books out there that you really have to grab a book or you know um resource that speaks to you and so, you know, if somebody would have gave me one, of, you know, one of the favorite books that I always go back to is um, what got you here won't get you there. Phenomenal book. But if somebody gave me that as a A1C, I'd have been like, I don't even know what this is. And I don't care. That's the most boring book that it's some. And I, by the way, I've never gotten there. So I don't know what it is, you know, what got me here. But I think that's a phenomenal book for any senior NCO, NCO um, officer to read. But for an airman, you know, I just really think that, you know, they've got to get back to the basics and, and learn their trade. O old school is good school is a 
great book, and I think that's written by a chief retired Slater. You know, those are probably what I and what I used to give out at ALS. I would go out there. Here, here's what I'm going to tell you about reading because so Joe Bass reads, but I'm not this avid reader who I read like you know one book every three days or whatever. And I used to beat myself up about that. You know, I graduated school in Hawaii. I think we're rated like number 49 of 50. You know, in the school system. So I didn't grow up excited and, and want to be a reader. What I've learned in my journey is that in order to be a good leader, hey, I got to read. You know, it's just, it, it makes you a better person. And I would offer that for any human being that what it, reading anything makes you better. It just, you know, it, it works your brain muscle and, and um, it'll expand your vocabulary and you'll learn how to be a better communicator. So here's my challenge and my um, ask for every reader or listener who's out there right now is just read. If it's five minutes or 10 minutes a day, because hey, life happens, you know, we're busy taking care of kiddos. We've got other things. If you can just slip in five minutes in the morning, maybe five minutes at night, five minutes at lunch, get any reading is better than no reading and capture something that's something that you like so for me I'll read something that develops me personally you know because I feel like you know I've got to get something that just grows my leadership muscles then read something fun too so you know every time I go to Barnes and Noble that's one of the favorite places me and my husband love to go he goes straight away and gets his car books and you know cigar books and all that kind of jazz and I grab a leadership book and I grab a cookbook and so grab something fun and grab something that grows and challenges you and develops you. And the other thing that I'm going to tell you on growth is, you know, who you are today pales in comparison to who you're going to be in two years from now. Who I am today, you know, at, at almost 27 years in the Air Force is, is way better than I was when I was in 25 years. And so, yep, that's part of growth. And I think, again, another great message. I think that's super relatable to, uh, to our big airmen out there in the Air Force. I want to say thank you for your time. Thank Absolutely. you for, you know, taking the, the last 20 minutes to, to give some insight, let people in on, on who you are, uh, not only as, you know, the command chief of Second Air Force, but as you said during the podcast, uh, Joe Bass, thank you again. And any last words? No, just thank you, Chad. Thanks for what you and um, Chief Aishan and, and the rest of the team is out there doing to grow strong leaders. So it takes a village to raise folks. It took a village to raise me. I'm sure there's some folks out there who are like, man, I knew her as a tech sergeant. How in the world is she a second Air Force as a chief? So, you know, it takes a village to raise people. And I'd like to thank all you people out there who are like, you know, how did she end up? It's because some of you guys helped raise me. So thanks for that. And thanks for all of your listeners who are out there trying to make themselves better and make our Air Force better. Oh, there you have it. And uh, thank you again, Chief, and everyone listening. You guys have a wonderful day. Thank you.